Welcome to the Winner's Playbook with Steve and Josh. Disclaimer, the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not take into account your personal circumstances. Please head to the show notes if you wish to book a free 15-minute call to discuss your personal situation. So uh, welcome back to the Winner's Playbook. Uh, My name's Steve. I'm here with my colleague, Josh. Josh? How's your week been, mate? And what's what's it been eventful this week? Jeez, how's the week been and what's been eventful? There's disappears been a very hey? Disappears pretty quick. Yeah, it does. Well, we're in February now, aren't we? So we're we're rolling through the first quarter and it's been an incredibly busy start to the year. You know, highlights this week. I'll say I've spoken to a lot of people and heard a lot of different stories. Um and yeah, just a lot of different experiences and speaking with clients that need lots of help in different array of areas and it's just there's never a day that's ever the same and i think in in what we do and that's what keeps it interesting for me and and sometimes also chatting with people that i don't want to help as well because they're a bit of a pain in the backside so i've had a few of those because we're speaking with so many people and sometimes there's people you ultimately can't help as well unfortunately but uh what about yourself steve how's the week been uh, good, mate. A lot of business stuff this week. So, yeah. um, you know, our jobs as the directors is to work a lot on the business and I've been doing a lot of that this week and I think we've uh, nailed a few things. We've been quite good to set us up for the year. Uh, but, yeah, busy, uh, lots of client interactions. But, you know, obviously we've got a multifaceted financial services business, so there's just a number of different balls in the air at any one time. I reckon any one time I've probably got 40 different things in the air to deal with, um, which can make it very interesting. And as you said, very the days just disappear mate to be honest I, I sometimes think it's like two hours and all of a sudden the day's over you know yep. it's it's just crazy but but it keeps us alive keeps us kicking keeps it interesting and that's what it's all about right a few more gray hairs as well yes Steve. um no no i'm going down in age i've been told so uh mm-hmm. no, no going down we won't talk about the gray hairs today it's not about me so all right well, well what what are we talking about so we're talking about you know tips and how to sort of excel in your career Maximize, and, and notably, obviously, maximizing income and growth off the back of that. It's obviously a little bit different from the perspective that we're going to be looking at it, but I guess we're going to have two different journeys here to touch on in terms of like career trajectories and, and what that has looked like for, for both of us. But uh, what, what about a bit on your side, Stephen? I know we've spoken about this on some other podcasts before, but uh, you know, just starting from our own situation, like what has been your career trajectory, like working for someone when you stopped, started Link, and, and how's all that been? Yeah, so I started probably doing my own thing originally um, at a very young age, you know, 20, 21. I, I owned a bar in, in Sydney at, at that age and um, that did was go good broke, fun. Did it go broke, Steve? Did you, did, you drink it? did you drink too much there or whatever? I, I, no, I was very well behaved, but it, it actually <laughs> uh, – I wish I was a lot smarter with my money, to be honest, back then. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it did fund a lot of travel. I went and lived in London for a while. I paid for all that, so that was good. Nice. Did some study, uh, and then I actually went into finance at the age of 25 into accounting, uh, and did accounting at that stage, and, and joined Ernst and Young, which is one of the bigger, bigger practices in Australia. That was cool, and then, and then worked for a couple other businesses like General Electric. I went and did finance for them for a, a while, uh, and then slotted into financial services into funds management after that. So I, I worked for a number of different big corporations um, after being my own boss, I suppose you, if you call it that. But then, you know, underlyingly, I always had the drive to really have my own passion and get back into doing my own thing. So that's where I found financial. So I, I liked financial services. So I stayed with financial services, but ended up ended up 
back in doing, you know, being my own boss again. And and I mm. did that from, uh, I got back into being my own boss at the age of 29-ish or 30, I think it was, um, mm. after leaving all those corporates and getting my education. But I did a big stint there of education just to make sure I had all my education up and going and had all the right mm-hmm. degrees and, you know, chart accountant qualifications, whatever it may be. Yep. So that was really, really my journey. Um, and to be honest with you, when I was working for corporates, I, I probably didn't really excel. I don't think I excelled when I worked for corporates at all. Um, I was okay. Like I got into programs and finance programs that were good and were, you know, were hard to get into. But would you say I excelled? Probably not really because I, I don't think I enjoyed it as much. Mm. And, yeah, you know, I probably was, if you call it the nine-to-fiver, you know, I, I definitely wasn't putting in any clock hard yards. Steve, I wouldn't, clock I wouldn't take clock you out that. the old timesheet. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, I and that probably yeah. got noticed, to be honest. I, I think yeah. my bosses at the time probably thought I was mediocre, to be honest. Yep. It was only when I, you know, found that passion and really then um, and, and going today, the work ethic went through the roof when I go, right, I uh, I enjoyed it. So my, my, my excelling point in my career and probably the real tipping point was when I became a business owner and um, and enjoyed it, mm. and that was really the two key parts for me. And then it really my my career took off. To be honest, like you know, it, it, at that point, and I wasn't actually earning a lot of money when I first started. To be honest, it mm. it, it actually wasn't really about that for me. It, the, the big ticket item was I remember looking back, especially one of the big companies. I won't name who it was, but it was a big big company. And I remember going to each day and hating my life. You know, I, I actually hated everything about my life, and that was because I hated my job that much. Yeah. Yep. And I just, I just hated it. To be honest, yep. it was really bad, and it was mentally bad. It was, mm. it was actually, there was that draining that it was mentally really tough, and and I hated, I hated everything about life because of that. And so I look back at that and then I compare it to then going in and finally connecting the dots of my career. And I think that's why I excelled so hard once I hit the spot because I, I remember what it was like, how bad it was. Mm. And I changed it. And then I just said, right, I've got it now and just went for it. Like I would start work at 4 a.m. and I would not finish until 12 at night. And I would do that seven days a week because I loved it. Yeah, and then and then and then Link got born and 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 you've come along and away we go together, right? So yeah, and then the world's our oyster. Yeah, you know? let's go Dubai. Let's open up the world, right? So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that mate. That's me. That's me. That's my my journey. But I'd say it's connected to those dots and then bloody hard work, right? Bloody yeah. hard work. Yeah, but it sounds like a bit of trial and error, like obviously trial and error in there and trying things to figure out what you don't like and yeah. and then continue to sort of bounce around until you kind of find your lane. Yeah, definitely. And don't be afraid to do it. Don't be afraid to yeah. do trial and error and just stuff it up sometimes and get get it wrong. I got it wrong, right? I, I got it wrong by probably doing some bits of career that was not right for me. It definitely, it, well, I don't regret it because it taught me a lot still. It taught yeah. me what's good and what's not good and what, what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy. So it definitely taught me things, but I definitely yeah. stuffed a few decisions up along the journey. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's That's life. Uh, yeah, but definitely yeah. don't be afraid to keep changing it until you get mm. there, you know, until you get there. I think that's the key message. But I, I, I think, um, yeah, getting those dots connected not only helps you from excelling your career, but um, just enjoying life. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that's the the issue these days, like with high school kids, is you, you're sort of expected to know what you want to do for the rest of your life in year 12. And, you know, yeah. even talking on, on my own journey, like I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was in, well, actually, no, I did. I, when I was in year 12, I thought I was going to be a UFC fighter. Oh, geez, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought I was going to be uh, sort of fighting all over the world and oh, doing God. that. And then, you know, life sort of changes up, a little bit. But, yeah. <laughs> And, and you know what's a funny story as well is, you know, in, in school, like you would think, all right, I'm, you know, I'm in financial advice. I probably love math and numbers and things like that. I actually dropped math at year nine or 10. Jeez. And I'm, I remember sitting in class and I was a pest, like in high school, I was a terrible, yeah. just in general, getting in trouble and things like that. And I said to my teacher, I'm like, this is useless. Like, what am I ever going to use trigonometry or anything for? <laughs> and I was that person that would call it out like that. So I actually dropped math in year 10 because it was year 11 and 12 was when you could start picking your subjects. So I was like, yeah. Nah, don't want anything to do with it and then obviously fast forward through high school got out of high school bounced around like you similar um few different things studies then i deferred um i was working in security doing some concreting at the time full time and then you know always had that thing about money like I had little side hustles and things like that through high school and little sort of my own little um hustles and ventures that i was always doing um, but yeah, just was never really exposed, I think, to business and investing at a young age. So I just sort of stumbled upon it myself. But then I remember thinking kind of like you, when I was concreting, I did it for two and a half years and, you know, don't knock anyone that's in a trade or anyone that's in concreting field. Cause you know, you might be great at it and love it. And my boss I was working for, he's built for it and that's just his thing. And he's, he's great at it. But I was thinking like, yo, some days I was there and, you know, we're out early morning and it's like, you know. 35 40 degrees and i'm just baking there in the sun and i'm like god this can't be the rest of my life like this yeah. if this is a nice that those same thing i'm like shit i can't do this like i just can't yeah. keep doing this for the rest of my life and you know fortunately then at that time i'm like all right something's need to change i like money i like the thought of investing because i wasn't doing it at the time and then started doing the courses to get into the industry and to get into our industry back then it was quite easy you could just do a diploma yeah. and get in and then i did a diploma back then and um, got into the industry and was luckily that a place would even take me with no experience. So there was a place that let me in the door and I'd never worked in an office or put on a, you know, slacks and a shirt or a tie. So that was kind of my first entry, but then got into the first couple of places I worked at, but then didn't find like, I didn't feel like what financial planning was. It was just more about selling products like insurance and things like that. And I had no passion in that whatsoever. So I'm like, all right, this is maybe it's a, I'm in a bad place. Moved on to the next one, had a pretty similar experience there. And then uh, I think it was when I was about, what was it, 22, 22, 23. I was like, all right, third and final place. I'm giving it a crack. And this was when I was living down in the southeast and where Link Wealth is, is in Camberwell, Hawthorne. So yeah. it was a bit of a drive out. I'm like, shit, all right, we'll give it a crack. Um, so obviously came out for the interview and was yourself and another, another gentleman at the time was in that interview. And mm. I still remember you specifically asking me, all right, Josh, where do you want to be in two or three years? And I said, I'll either be like a partner or an owner or have my own firm. And that's, I still remember saying that. Yeah, I remember. And then literally fast forward three years, say from that point. And obviously then, you know, we now are in business um, together and, and own a part of the company and, and the other entities that we do have. But, uh, you know, I was, you know, always clear and knew what and where I wanted to go and then put yeah. in the level of work to, uh, to ultimately get there, and, that, and that's happened very rapidly. So I'm, you know, I'm in my late twenties. I don't know how old I look on the podcast, but I'm not, I'm not oh. in my forties or fifties yet. <laughs> yes. Well, that's just from hard work. I think, I think that's why I've had to shave my head and get rid of those. 
Yeah, well, I've had to get rid of those gray hairs because they tend to come out a bit more at Link Wealth. But um, I think the biggest thing for me, though, is when I joined Link, is there was no limitation on where I could go from there. And I think, yeah. like, particularly, you know, when you, you just kind of gave me all of the opportunity and I could have quite easily just become a good average advisor, but I had this determination to, to just be the best and biggest and strongest that I possibly could. And, and yeah, want to earn good money from that, but, you know, want to set up my family for a good lifestyle, got things and milestones I, I want to hit and all of the opportunity was there. And I think that's just, I just landed in the right place. Like yeah. I could have easily went for another job somewhere else and I don't know how that would have played out or where things would have been. And I think sometimes in life, kind of like you, you you sort of bounce around and then eventually it just kind of you work it works in and it just happens for a reason you just end up at that spot and you're meant to have all of those failures or try out those different bits and pieces uh, and then you end up and then you know i eventually found what what i want to do for the rest of my life and like you said you know work ridiculous hours but it doesn't feel like work for me so you know if any point in time if i can i actually want to work which i know people sometimes don't understand um like if ever i can sneak in some work i'm doing it like on the weekend i actually need to peel myself off which it actually feels hard uh, to sometimes do that but it doesn't really feel like work for me and and obviously then how i've sort of landed to the position uh that we are and, and where we are now but yeah. i think it's critical to understand that not everyone's going to want to do that either um and you know running companies is not easy no. uh, and a lot of stresses and it's certainly not not for everyone at all so so what do you reckon it is like so you came into link and obviously you know got an opportunity but you got an opportunity for various reasons what what do you think it was that you made me give you that opportunity to get where you are today what, what do you think it was yeah what it made you to give me that opportunity well yeah it's a, it's a tough one i think there's multiple ways to to look at that like the way i always look at it is um like you weren't trying to hold it all for yourself and i think mm. that's a big thing about if you want to grow is realizing it's much easier to grow with other people around you and if you've got your head screwed on you realize you can't do it all alone yeah. like you need to have other people you know at the front there pushing you know because you're gonna have those shit days um and having someone else there and then that's like you know kudos to you getting linked to where it was like on your own because it's when you're making all the decisions and the buck stops just solely on you like mm. you know there's no one else to blame for any of what goes wrong and then yeah. it's you know if something ever goes wrong well it's steve you know um, now I, I guess you. now I'm there. To, now, now, now I can take some of that blame, blame as well. But it's obviously it's an incredibly tough journey um, to, yeah. to get to that, and and that's a, I think a big part of what we're talking about here. Then is like what does it take to be successful and excel yeah. in your career, and like if that is for you. But you know, what one of the things that we're talking about, like what are some of the traits? Then do you think that successful people have? Like what what are some that stand out on your own, Steve? Well, I suppose on the other side of the fence, me, you know, looking at you, and mm. and and this is a common trait I think across I've seen. It clearly just determination. Mm. You know, the people you have to have determination. You've got to have guts. You've got to be able to fight, and mm. I mean, like fight hard. You know, things aren't going to go right all the time. Yeah. It, actually, a lot of the time it doesn't go right, right? But you've got to be able yeah. to just fight through it and deal with it and take it head on. So you look yeah. for that clearly work ethic right you know work a high high work ethic you just can't get a ticket to the game mm -hmm. unless you're not going to out output higher than 95 percent of the population in my view you know um yep. so put all that together i think that's how you excel in your career and and get in the right spot like you worked hard to get to the spot where mm -hmm. you'd come to link and that opportunity connecting those dots right 
get yourself in those positions, get yourself, but also get yourself, I think, with the right people. Like you, you know, you, you, you know, I was the right person probably for you at that time. Mm. Um, if you'd walked into another place that probably didn't think like I did because you were quite young mm. and, you know, taking someone on as a director that age is a different risk. Level. It's a risk, yeah. right? A lot of people yeah. maybe not think like that. So you've got to yep. get also partnered up with the right people. So, yeah, yep. I, I'd say that just go put all that together, get in the right position and work hard. And, you know, that's how you can excel in your career. That's for sure. Yeah. So some I had noted there, which was like your yeah, number one work ethic. So you, you're not working nine to five. Like if no. you want to think like that for the rest of your life, like expect to get average, like that's average. Um, you can be, you can always be replaced at any point in time. If you want to be a business owner, forget that. So that's not even what you're thinking about. But if you don't want to be a business owner, from time to time, you're not going to be working nine to five, and you're going to have to put in some hours if you want to earn the, you know, the big dollars. And you know, a couple of others that I, you know, put down in terms of, like when you have bad days, they don't turn into bad weeks. So you just yeah. got to show up. And particularly, like we always harp on about it at Link, is like that culture. And you know, you as an individual, it's you're, it's like the organization is like an organism and your energy affects other people around you and managing your energy I think is crucial as a leader and not being an owner just a leader in a in a mm. business because that can have a massive impact from those around you so learning how to manage that and not letting those bad days kind of get you down and and I guess of just always having that mindset which sometimes it's it's hard to understand but like not really being satisfied like there's always just something more you could be could be doing and then you think about that and go well that's a pretty miserable way to live your lifestyle because then you're never going to be happy well it's not really about that in my opinion it's just like if you and and this is something like I know we spoke about I want to get quoted up on the wall at link is like if you're not growing you're dying so mm. if you're not actually progressing and you're not pushing yourself in life well then like what what are you doing and, and I know for one if I wasn't pushing and trying to achieve different things like god i'd be probably doing some bad stuff so mm, yeah. you know you, you, it's got to keep you it keeps you on the straight and narrow and i think if you've definitely got that desire and energy like you just got to find that outlet for it and have that growth mindset like i always harp on about the mindset the mindset you know is a is a massive one as well yeah totally uh, they're very similar to what i had because um i, t I said to continually upskill and learn something new so yeah yeah we we at link yeah, you know, whether it's us or the uh, the team members we're constantly looking at the next skill set yeah. to get better at what we do and learning something new and yeah uh, you know, we went from just doing wealth then adding on mortgage broking now we've got an accounting arm as well and then we've got an offshore business that supplies admin staff to us and others around australia and yeah. now we're looking at developing a, a registered training organization so we can train the next level of advisors in Australia. So, yeah, we're constantly looking at the next driver to drive yep. the business forward. And I think that's that's just key to be successful, you know, continually pushing it, continue yep. to look at opportunities, continue looking at revenue streams. And, and my message out there to people, if you're looking to get more money in 2024 and you're working for someone, well, go do what the business owners do, and that's what you and I do, which is go find another revenue stream or go push another growth side of the business or add value. You know, if you want to get in, like, the opportunities you got with Link, you've got to bring it to the table, right? Mm -hmm. You can't – it's not going to fall in your lap. So go to talk to the owners or go talk to your managers and say, how can I add value here and, and go implement it? And that's the yep. best way to show value. And the opportunities – Will come falling through your you know into your fingers if you if you do that 
Yeah, and then that so that leads into well, let's talk about from growing a career. Let's talk about a career. So not just from a business perspective and mm. and trying to excel in your career. Like some of the yeah, the points and there are some crossovers in this, but I think most importantly, you know, if you want to excel in your career and anyone listening that's in that situation, like my starting point was just, okay, figure out what you want. Like, so I knew where I wanted to go from the beginning. So that was for me and and I wasn't stopping till I get there, but not everyone wants to do that. Like not everyone wants the stresses of running business and, and staff and, and all the other problems that come with it, but, and that's okay. So figure out what you want. And that's where I think it's good just to understand in the organization you're at, like particularly if you're at a large organization or even small is like, where is the end for you? Like if you keep going at the rate that you are, like where can you get to? And then, yeah. and that's when you think about like, if, if you look forward and you want to be earning big dollars, but you're in a place where it's just clearly not, there's no potential for it. Well, you obviously need to find a new place to work or a new industry to to ultimately be in. So I think the start point is just actually get clear on what you want and be honest about that. Don't think, oh yeah, it sounds great being a business owner, but then you get in the hot seat and you're just, nah, it's not, it's not good whatsoever. So I think you have to be honest around, like have a conversation. So sit down with the leaders in, in, the, in the business or wherever you're in or working at and say, hey, this is what I want. Um, this yep. is where I want to be. Like, what's a bit of a pathway to then to then get there? You're obviously not going to get it overnight, but you know, have that pathway. And I think also think, and this is one thing I always did, and I've always done in life is I've always thought like I had or was in the position of where I wanted to be before I had it. If that makes mm. sense. So, yeah, like when I was an employee and a, just an advisor at Link before I was in any management whatsoever. I always just thought like a manager and like was thinking of things like if I was an owner. So I was already like thinking like that mindset. And then when it happened, it like, it didn't really materially shift the way I thought about things. Cause I was already in that mindset. So, yeah. you know, I would say like, if you want to be in a particular role and say you want to be a manager in your business or whatever it may be, like just start thinking about that. You don't need the title to, to be where you want to be. And then you ultimately get there if you, if you look at it like that. So that's, that's always something I've used in getting anything I want in life is thinking like I already had it. And then most importantly, having the actions then um, behind it. But uh, what what are some on your side, Steve, in terms of growing, growing a career? Um, oh, look, I think yeah, growing your career. Um, I think the upskilling part's crucial. You know, you continue yeah. to just push the skill set. Yeah, you know, from my own perspective, you know, I'm obviously the managing director. But that's irrelevant because I still got to get better and 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 learn more and continually take on new stuff. You know, like. You know, we, as you said before, you either grow or sort of die, right? And mm-hmm. and that's for everyone. It doesn't matter what yep. position you are in the company. Yep. Um, you got to leave from the top, and 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 that's clearly you got to do that. So if I'm not yep. learning, why should the other guys learn? Yeah, girls. So I think continually push your skill set. It's also good for personal development as well. Um, yep. And just add that value, and absolutely communicate. Like as you said. Yeah communicate with your bot managers so if you want to achieve stuff and go get it um good good bosses and good companies will support that they will encourage you to go to that next level and give you that pathway to get there um i know yeah. for myself i want my staff to communicate with me if they want to achieve something or get to a certain level i want to talk to them because that's great yeah. in my book that's that is really good signs for a staff member if they go right steve you know i want to hit this what do i need to do to get there well let's talk about it but just yep. communicate. So don't don't put your head in the sand. And if your boss uh, has a negative reaction to that, well, it's definitely probably not mm. the right spot for you. Um, that's for sure. Yep. 
Yeah, I agree. And in in terms of like the last part we're going to touch on here is then how do people grow their income and make more money? And I guess, you know, we don't need to talk about investing because that kind of goes without saying we, we talk about investing all a lot. But I think if you're in, you know, talking from a career perspective, well, how do you do that? Um, yeah, don't have the victim's mindset is what I'll throw in there. And just you got to figure out how to actually get more valuable to the organizational industry that yeah. you're working. Like yeah. don't work, walk in. Uh, and ask for the world when you've got nothing that you can show that you're you're worthy of that uh, whatsoever. And I think that's like if the average is X amount of income in, in your industry and you're just doing the average, like don't expect to be paid much more than that. And don't then put the blame on where you are for that as well. Like that's where you got to take it on your, you know, take the initiative and take control of it and go, well, all right, to get to the income level maybe that I want to then get to or the position, I probably need to upskill. Maybe I need to do a master's or I've only done a diploma right now, but to get to that next level role or leadership or wherever it is, there's probably some courses. Maybe I need to do go, uh, I don't know how to manage people. So maybe there's a course on leadership that I'm going to go and do because if I stay in the role that I am right now, well, I, I don't have a responsibility to look after anyone. So, you know, why is someone going to want to pay me more? So I think like what separates you from the person next to you? And if you're both getting the same, um, like if you're not doing anything different, like don't expect different results and in terms of what you're you're actually earning, earning as well. So I think you just have a good hard look at yourselves and be honest about what you're actually bringing to the table. And is it any different than anyone beside you doing the exact same thing? And then if not, well then, all right, figure out a plan in terms of so you can actually grow from that if you do do so want to, but be proactive. Steve, anything else on that? No, I totally agree. Totally agree with all that. 100%. Yeah, cool. And then in terms of closing, uh, another thing I would say is like always – the one thing I always do is stop comparing yourself to who you sort of were and compare yourself to where you're trying to be. So like looking back is great. Um, but I think always comparing yourself to like where you then want to be rather yep. than just, you know, look back a year and give yourself a little pat on the back. So even when you have those successes, you know, don't sort of like rest on your laurels in a way and get comfortable because you can easily get, you know, settled and then you start earning that good income, which we're talking about here. And then, oh, well, then the hunger sort of falls over a little bit and then yeah, you sort of plateau. But um, yeah, Steve, any, anything else you would add in before we close no, out just here? Keep, yeah, keep driving to the next level. You know, don't, yeah, exactly, exactly what you just said. Don't rest on your laurels. Just keep pushing, keep going. Doesn't, you know, and because uh, someone, like, if you do that and don't keep continue to grow, someone will just overtake yep. you. So, you know, you, you, if you want to be a leader, you want to be the best, just keep pushing yourself and push yourself hard. Um, and you'll always be ahead of the pack. That's for sure. Agreed. All right. Well, Steve, that is all we've got time for this one. So everyone, appreciate everyone that's listening and please give us five stars on Apple and Spotify if you're getting value for this and um, check out the notes uh, on our socials as well and on Spotify because we do have a newsletter that you can subscribe to um, if you want to hear and see more of us. And as always, uh, if you don't want to chat about your personal finances, uh, go onto the LinkWealth website. We do have a link there. You can chat with any of the advisors within the business. But um, if not, Steve, I'll see you on the next one, mate. Great chatting. See you, mate. Done. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye.